So the Torah told us that once in seven years, while every year, three times a year, the Anoshim, the men, come to Eretz Yisrael, in Eretz Yisrael they come to the Beis Hamikdash for Aliyah Leregel. Once in seven years, we have Hakel Asa'am, Anoshim, Vanoshim, Ve'atav. Now, there is another group of people that have to come, which they don't get a lot of focus. And that is, V'gercha Asher Bishorecha. The Torah doesn't just say men, women, and children. The Torah includes Gercha Asher Bishorecha. Now everybody knows that there are two types of halachic gerim. You have a gerah miti, a true convert, who is considered a yid, bechol, in every way. Ad that we believe, based on the famous Loshin Amishna Gershen is Geyer, that the Ger had a neshama the whole time. And that's what pushed him to do the Gior, to come to join Am Yisrael, because they had a neshama already there. It wasn't gullos, it was hidden, it was covered up. That's a Ger Tzedek. And then you have a Ger Toishov, a Ger that lives in Eretz Yisrael, a guy that's mekabel on himself, the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noyach, mekabel upon himself, Yishu Ba'aretz, Mikabu upon himself to act in the way he's supposed to in Eretz Yisrael. So that's also a halachic status of a ger toishov. The Torah tells us, We have to bring the gedim, which are in our gates, in our dwelling places. Which group of gedim is the Torah referring to? Are we talking about the gate Tzedek? Or are we talking about a ger toishov? Now, let's think about it objectively. There's one reason to say that it's only talking about a regular Yid, a Ger. Because what would a Goy be coming to Hakel for? Hakel Asa'am is coming, the Melech is teaching Torah to Klau Yisrael. Why would we want a Ger Toishav there? What business does a Ger Toishav have in the Azor of the Beis Amikdash? What's he doing there? That would be one Svarah. On the other hand, the Shaila is, if it's referring to a regular Ger, that ger is a yid. The Torah says, Hakel asam, anoshim noshim v'taf. As far as we know, a ger fits either anoshim noshim v'taf. Why would the Torah have to have a separate subcategory, the ger cha'asher b'sharecha, if yidin, he's a yid. It's not like we're saying, no, he's a, really not a yid. No, he's a yid. Full force, or she's a yid, if she's a, you know, a gioides. So when the Torah says, anoshim, it's referring to yidin, Male Yidin and Gedim. Noshim is Giyoides as well. Why would the Torah have to write Gercha Asher Bisharecha if it's referring to a regular Yid? So that's really the two Tzadim, the two sides of this discussion. And that's why the Eben Ezra, you have the Pirush in front of you. He, the Eben Ezra teaches that it's referring to a Ger Toishov. It's referring to a goy. Now, if he asks the question, he why would the, the goy come? What do we want from this goy? Look at the lotion of the Eben Ezra. He says the lotion is Lamansha Yisyahed. He should get involved in Yiddishkeit. In other words, even though Bechlolos Yidin, we're not proselytizing nation. We're not here to convert other people. We don't actively reach out to convert nations of the world. 
Hakel was a unique thing that the Gerei Toishov, who already have Epes Hashaiches, should get a little bit more spiritual. Maybe they'll, they'll, they'll join according. There's a big chidush. He's a Das Yochid. He's the only one of the Rishonim that referred to this Pusik as a Ger Toishov. But his reasoning is very simple. Because if it's a regular Ger Tzedek, we wouldn't have to say an extra category, Viger Chasher Bishorech. The other Rishonim say no. If you look in all the other Rishonim, they say that it's referring to Gerei Tzedek. Goyim have no place in Hakil. There's no reason to bring a Goyim. Now, for those of us which have a strong Nefesh Bahamis, it's comforting to know that even a Ger Toishov gets to be part of Hakil. But either way, the, the simple understanding is that it's referring to the Gercha Asher Bisharecha is the Gedim. And the question is, if they are Yidin, why would the Torah have to include them specifically? So the Rishonim give two Pirushim, two ways to understand. One of the Rishonim explain, Heyoyz that the Melech is speaking in Loshon HaKodesh, that's one of the Klolim of Hakel, that the Melech Medaber Beloshon HaKodesh. So you're going to think that maybe the Gedim who are very good chance, don't understand Lashon HaKodesh properly, maybe they would be exempt. What is they come and be goylomim? They're going to come and just uh, listen to the Tahara Sa'avir. So you would think possibly that the Gerei Tzedek are not included in Hakel. So there the Torah says, we know that you don't understand, but just being with the Melech, just being there, I remember by the Rebbe Svabrengens, that you would see people, forget about the times when they had translators, Shabbos, Shabbosim, people that didn't understand a word of Yiddish. They would stand hours and hours and hours, staying by Fabrengen, just to be in the presence of the Melech. That's the experience and the spiritual elevation is not about the words. It's about being there together with the Chassidim and the Yidin by the Melech. That itself is inspiring for the people. Another one of the Rishonim explained, that I would have thought that Gedim, they don't have a chelek v'nachala ba'oretz. But their klal, when it comes to Ali Leregel, these things, it's also dependent on the issue of ba'oretz. Because they don't have a chelek v'nachala, I would think that they are potter also from Hakel. They don't have a shaykhist to Hakel as well. So the, the Torah is saying that this is different. All the other, so to speak, Turim, that may have applied to other Inyanim because they don't own part of Eretz Yisrael, that when it comes to Hakel, they do have to come. So that would explain why the Torah would have a, another clear directive that Gedim should come. But then the Pasik says, what's the point of everyone coming? Laman Yishma'u, Laman Yilmudu. In order to listen, in order to learn, and they should fear the Abishter. So the Erechayim asks a very simple question. The Torah is not about adding words to be poetic, to be nice. Adrabe, every word is accounted for. Why didn't the Torah just say, Laman Yishmu v'yilmudu? You'll listen and learn. What's Laman Yishmu u'laman yilmudu? Why do you have to say the word Laman twice? Seemingly, the second Laman is extra. Who is it in, why is the Torah say the word Laman a second time? Laman Yishmu v'yilmudu. You come to listen and to learn. He explains a very, very important and Gishmaka explanation. And he bases it on the Gemara and Chagiga. Says that we're, the women 
They have no chiyuv of limud atoyra per se. So why are they coming to Hakil? Their inyan is yishmu. Their inyan is to be there to hear. Their inyan is not to learn and to do bi'iun and try to be mefalfel in the words of the melech. So therefore, leman yishmu, that's for all the Eden. Anoshim, noshim, everyone has to listen, including the women. The, the men have a separate chiyuv, ulaman yilmudu. Leman yilmudu is not referring to the women. It's only for the men. That after the melech talks, so then you have chazore, and you have writing the hanoches, and you have the horis atmimim, v'anash, mimifalful, and the siches, and my modern that the melech is saying, that's for the men, that's for the tmimim, that's what they're involved in. So because it's referring to two different categories, if it would say, leman yishmu v'yilmudu, you would think that the women, in addition to yishmu, also have to do yilmudu, they also have to learn. But that's not, the chiyuv is not, yilmudu is not on them. Therefore, the Torah first says, Laman Yishmu, every Yid has to listen to be there and to try to be Mikabal, what the Melech is saying. That is across the board. That is for everybody. The men have a special Chiyov of Laman Yilmudu.